I'm glad no one can see your dancing, just for everyone else's sake. <laughs> That's a scary dance. Can't touch this. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're so old. <laughs> uh. Welcome to the Nerd Trick Podcast. Uh, this is episode 37. We're going to be talking about Cat's Paw, which... Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with Phil on this one already. I'm, I'm, I'm going to curmudgeon this thing up. Um, rock the Cat's Paw. Rock the Cat's Paw. <laughs> so, I think I do have more fun on kind of the bad episodes because we can just make fun of them. You I definitely don't, don't get as butt hurt when we make fun of the bad episodes. That's, That's true. true. Anytime you have a themed episode... It's gonna turn out crappy. It's weird. Yeah, that's definitely on Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So Cat's whose was, brilliant idea this was, but yeah, it's such a weird episode. So this is season two, episode number seven, Cat's Paw. You know, I think this was actually the first one produced for season two, but it aired seventh. Uh, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Wanted to drop, yeah, yeah, no, they, they wanted, wanted to it to coincide Halloween. with Halloween. Yeah, it's like a Halloween episode, which is like you should never do a Star Trek Halloween. Ep- I mean, this is nobody should ever do a holiday well, episode. I mean, the only could, people that can get away with it, it peanuts. Peanuts are the only no, ones that can get away with a holiday. Uh, 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 no, uh, a Buffy. A Buffy did good Halloween uh, episodes. Okay, there's well, also like uh, a lot of the supernatural ones that are specified to a, a seasonal one are great. And then there was a show called Eureka. That was really good yeah. on sci-fi. They did fantastic Christmas episodes. In fact, Diana and I still go back and watch just those during the holiday season sometimes. Well, well the Doctor Who holiday ones are always good. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, so this came out, yeah, October 27th, 1967, right before Halloween. Um, uh, um, uh, before we get to this one, since I don't have a lot of... I'm, I'm going to avoid this one for a little bit and to try and reduce the amount of weird noises i'm gonna make like ugh. um let me ask you guys another question which which uh i guess pick a a show and then which department would you want to work in like would you want to be security on original it'd have have to be a trek show yes okay yes pick a trek (laughs) show ass which department and would you want to work in? Like, okay, let's do this. Would you want to be command, science, or or like security? Let's let's start there. There's I think an answer I would other than command here. The what? There's an answer other than command here. Yeah, I think I, I would want to be science. I think I, I would be a cool field medic. Like I'd be like an away team field medic. I think that would be cool. See, I think my favorite always, it's, it's hard to say a department, but my, one of my favorite characters is, was always the doctor in Voyager because he was the hologram. And I like uh, the yeah. idea of like a hologram being the doctor for other people. So I think a part of me would want to be the hologram doctor on Voyager that like ends up being able to leave the ship and go everywhere and stuff. But okay. I mm-hmm. always thought that was really cool. Sure. All right. Phil, like I, said, I guess I'd be science. You would want to be, but, you would be command. Uh, command. Yeah. Okay, but like, like if you were working, I would, I would on... love to work on work the con and actually okay. pilot. That would be awesome. Yeah. So like, data... right in front of the giant view screen and that would be cool. It would be cool too because I know um, they talk a lot about like, oh, there's you know uh, the astrophysics lab or uh, interstellar cartography. Like those would be yeah. Really the, the, that would be the only other cool one on Voyager would be their stellar cartography lab. Yeah. That was just badass. I think any of the ho- like I know you guys don't want to clean up the holodeck, but I think any of the um, holodeck <laughs> programmers or anything, I wouldn't. I would like doing that too. 
I'd be. I'd, I'd, I'd end up being a fucking IT guy. If you screw the... something up, you like have to be on. They call it holodeck maintenance engineer or something. Uh, <laughs> Instead, God. you're just pushing around the mop in the holodeck after everybody's done using it. Something. Something tells me I'd end up being like the exactly what I do now, just on a starship. It'd be the networking guy, like <laughs> working. <laughs> like, <on> Dave, we're <laughs> having a problem with the holodeck. Turn it well, off. Turn, turn it off. Turn it back on again. You're turning <laughs> it on and off and on again. <laughs> Are you sure it's plugged in? Yeah, my console's not working. I'm putting this button and it's not working. Just hit. It. Just slow down. Control <laughs> delete. <laughs> dot slash dos. Reboot the panel. Go underneath. Unplug it. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Okay. No, I'm not going to replace your keyboard again because you dumped coke on it. Okay. This is the fifth time. <laughs> That's what. But no. But like in the original series, they have like cups of coffee, and I'm like, why would you have that at the console? Uh, Don't do that. Electronics. Because mm. all this <sighs> stuff would probably be waterproof. The final answer to I, I think I might swing that. around to this. I think I would be make a good engineering guy. I'd be a good Scotty. Like, give me more power. Okay, give me two seconds. I gotta connect this to that to this other thing. And like, <laughs> <laughs> or the it reminds me of the guy in Down Periscope, which I know is gonna be an obscure movie reference for a lot of people. I love Down Periscope. The radio guy who like has to lick his finger and like touch one and then touch his toe it. around another <laughs> and like connect sound. everything. He's like, all right, go ahead. Yes, that actually fits you pretty. I I can see you jerrigging the shit out of something. Yeah, I don't know if it'll work, but I'll see you doing that. Yeah. Okay, good, good information. I want to do some more of these, get to know you guys more personally than just us moaning and groaning over some of these episodes. Yeah, so well. I do feel like I'm recording with Phil squared today, at least for this episode so far. Jeff's like, eh. I, well, then let's let's just get into this one. I <laughs> there was a couple like. Uh, parts of this that I, I liked and thought could have been flushed out more, but overall I did not like this episode. I It was actually rated a 6.3 on IMDb, which is pretty good for them. The scale um, must have been to 100 then. <laughs> <laughs> just on that one. Just That's on that, just that, that one. one episode. Yeah, I did not like it. it. It doesn't make any sense and it goes nowhere and I, I didn't like it. Phil? Yeah, it was a nice steaming pile there. Yeah. David, see, I don't, I don't know if I'd call it a steaming pile, but it, it is revamping that whole thing of like, here's these creatures that came from nowhere, and they're not kind of like not all powerful on this one, but like they can just create everything, and like yeah. so stuff comes out of nowhere, and they can make it do whatever they want. And yeah, it was kind of like, okay, yeah. like you've done that one to death a little bit. I mean, just because you did it this time with Dungeons and Dragons stuff doesn't mean it's any better. Like, well, it was very uh-huh. Macbeth but to me. It was very it Macbeth. Was, yeah. So, yeah, I don't. Okay. Well, let's let's However, get. However, I do. I, I do have to say one fun tidbit I found out about this before uh, Phil ends up giving us every other factoid about it. This is the, your one. The, Own the, my this. One. No, I'm the not going to have crap for this episode because I want us to get through it fast. Yeah, the noise. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> The, no- the noise that that little black fucking cat makes, that roar sound, <laughs> is the roar that they used for Bowser in a bunch of the Nintendo games, including Mario Party, when he makes his like, Rawr! sound. <laughs> That's amazing. That was the best thing ever. I was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. That's good, good to know. Right on. All right. Well, and then on that note, um, so yes, as you can guess, this episode doesn't involve a cat which I don't know why it should. Yeah. Um, okay, so the teaser of it is um, the landing party of Sulu Scott and Crewman Jackson, which this poor guy, you know if they just give a random guy a name, you're like, yeah, he's going to be dead in a second. Yeah. Uh, so they're on Pyrus uh, 7. 
V11. 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 So they're 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 overdue for a routine check-in. Jackson finally answers, says, "Okay, uh, it's urgent. Beam me up." Um, he says one to to beam up. So they're like, "Oh, one. Where's everyone else?" So he beams up uh, by Kyle, and um, and it just goes. <laughs> well, so well, well, I was gonna say, L- Lieutenant Kyle, he's kind of the transport chief. He's kind of like the Miles O'Brien of the transporter, and he pops up like randomly on either engineering or at the con sometimes. But Kyle does pop up like throughout the series. Um, so well, yeah, he comes so over. Other other factoid. I know I promised only one, but I'm going to give you two because he's uh. a nice guy. <laughs> they they started having him be on the show more because they wanted someone who runs engineering when Scotty's is commanding the ship, and so they started giving him more roles, kind okay. of in, including this one. And that's why he becomes kind of like a character. And then I think he kind of drifts away because they realize they don't need Scotty to be in command all the time. But right. Well, he is third in command, mm-hmm. which is weird in this one. But we'll because we, we'll get into that, too. Um, yeah. So uh, Jackson beams up and he immediately falls over dead. Um, and then his <laughs> lips open up and a voice comes out saying, your ship is cursed. You must leave or all will die. So I don't remember. Is he wearing a red shirt? Yeah. Uh, I watched this like a, like a week ago. I don't remember. I watched this like Shit. a few hours. Someone look ago it up. I can't remember. Hold on, I'll look. <laughs> just start the episode. Just put it on Netflix and start the episode. Um. Okay, so we do have a death. Uh, uh no, he's a gold shirt. Gold, gold shirt. shirt. Okay. Yeah. So he go under okay. crew. All right. Phil for the save. All right. I try. Cool. All right. So yeah, he dies. Uh, we do get a Captain uh, Kirk. Can you hear me? Was his mouth open? I thought it was supposed to be like a psychic thing, like mind to mind. Can you hear me? No, but it's yeah. like a recording coming out of his mouth or he's speaking through him or something. He's like, you have a curse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we do get a, you know, he's he's dead. Um, we get a captain's log, which kind of sums it up. He goes, okay, uh, Jackson's dead. No apparent physical cause. Mr. Scott and Sulu are still out of touch. Um, Kirk says he's leaving assistant chief engineer to Sal in command. And I don't know if this is the same DeSalle from Squire of Gothos. Cause there was a DeSalle then too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Re- he started to become recurring. Yeah. Yeah. So he's beaming down to the surface to find out what's going on and what killed Jackson. Um, but it's interesting. He puts, so is he fourth in charge or he just put him in charge? Cause I mean, you know he, he, I take, he takes down McCoy take, and Spock. I take back my tidbit. DeSalle is the one they were trying to have be in charge when Scotty is commanding. He's, that's why he shows up multiple times. Right. Not Kyle. And this is the Not last Kyle. time we see DeSalle. Oh, okay. It's, but it's interesting that like Chekhov isn't in charge. Sulu's not in charge. Well, no, sorry. Sulu's gone. So, yeah, Chekhov isn't in charge. He puts DeSalle in charge. But then Sulu or Chekhov and uh, Uhura are up there too, though. Okay. So yeah, then, yeah. I so Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. I mean, Chekhov, they make him seem like a teenager in this. So I'm like, oh, I can see why they wouldn't want to give him the ship. But <laughs> he's young, and I think he's still wearing his wig in this one because, oh, because mm-hmm, this was the first is. one produced. He's wearing a bad wig. Yeah. Right? So his hair hadn't grown out. Yeah, but it aired seventh. So mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, okay, so they beam down. It's like foggy, and they're like, oh, there's no environment. There shouldn't be fog. This is yeah, weird. Yeah. And clouds start to form, and then there's like lightning, and then they encounter the. They say, "Oh, there's 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 life forms, but we don't see anything." And then they encounter these witches, the witchy bitches, and they're like, <laughs> "It's uh, there's these three like ghostly witches." I you know, I watched the episode. I don't even know what they said. I couldn't understand them, and I kind of tuned tuned out. Basically, I said, like, go back, like, yeah. 
you'll die go or something. Back, it was, but it was a very Macbeth type thing. Like go it was back. Very Macbeth. Yeah. Your head, don't go forward. I don't. I didn't like it. So and then this giant wind and it pushes them around and then they discover a castle, which so is like they just. Think, can you guys think of any time in any movie or any show ever that something weird like that has popped up and said turn back and the characters actually do it? No. <laughs> That, that'd be amazing. You're like, you know what? You're right. We're going to turn back. This is not I'm safe. A, the best I can think of is there's always one guy who gets freaked out and he's like, I think we should listen to him. And everybody nah. else like grabs him. He's like, nope, you're coming with us. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, they can't because they're still missing Sulu and Scotty. So they can't. And then yeah, they got to find their people. Yeah. But this was, yeah, they do that. This wind tosses them around and then they turn a corner. They go, oh, look, a giant castle. Yep. And their senses <laughs> in the ship haven't said, picked up anything. And it's just like, this is such a bullshit thing. Um, they go into the castle. They find a cat. The door closes by itself. It's very, this is so Halloween-y and stupid. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. I'm just going to say, now, this is a miss. Don't don't watch this episode. Listen to us make fun of it. Don't watch this crap. Yeah. It's or, 50 yeah, minutes of your life you're never going to get back. When, yeah. Unless you want to watch Kirk do his first time really making out with somebody on camera on the show. Because there was, like, two or three. I swear, like, he was like, I need to kiss someone on the show. Come on, guys. <laughs> All the other deuce. times, he's always, like, flirted with and stuff. But they didn't actually have, like... Oh, I got a suck. I got a suck face. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they they find a castle back on the Enterprise. Uh, check off in them. They're trying to figure some stuff out, but they're like, oh, we have life forms. There's not life forms. Um, well, then they disappear once they step into the castle. They're like, ah, oh, the away team's yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, but then they, there was a great forms. line. Um, Ten precious life, life forms. forms. I like that. Um. There, there was a great line where I think, I don't know if it's here or somewhere, but DeSalle asks Chekhov to do something, and he's like, can you do it, mister? And he goes, I can do it, sir. I'm not green. Like, I'm not new. Uh, yeah, I'm not a newbie. Yeah. But it's funny because... <laughs> you just yelled at him. Face. You stupid noob, would you do it right? Yeah, noob. Funny. Noob 67. <laughs> was it noob, noob Master? Noob Master from, from Endgame? That would be it. Uh... I don't remember. Um, okay, so back in there, the, the landing party is in the th- a castle, and then they they plunge through a fake floor, and or, and they end up in like a dungeon, and they're unconscious. Total oh, trap, by the way. Oh, it's like, oh, God. you rolled a one. <laughs> yeah, you rolled a one for dexterity. You tripped. Perception <laughs> check. They wake up in a dungeon when they're shackled to the the wall. So as a as a medical person, it always bothers me when they have like a skeleton. So they, they have like a perfect skeleton that you find in like a science room still shackled to the wall. Yep. And I'm like, first of all, this thing would have fallen apart years ago. The, the yep. tissue and the like it would have it's not like yeah. a perfect thing. Just just hanging a pile out there. Of bones on the floor. It's so bad. So there's a skeleton there. and They're making jokes about the skeleton. And they're like, it's so stupid. And then um, uh, who shows up? Doesn't. Oh, yes. Uh, so Sulu Scotty and Sulu and come Scotty. in. And they're like, "Oh, you guys are fine. You're fine." And you're like, "No, they're not, because they're 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 holding phasers at you." Yeah. And they're like, no expression. Like they don't look fine. Zulu yeah. was part of the body again. I'm like, "Oh dear." <laughs> and poor Zulu, he gets like, he gets you know, archons, and then any type of mind control or way he can be taken over or something. Oh he's yeah. Like just a mind sorry. whammy every time. He's like, <laughs> this poor guy. Um. So they free them at phaser point and they bring them into a room, like a big banquet room with a guy in a 
robe. He looks like a really bad knockoff of like Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's. I kind of was thinking the same thing. Yeah, same vibe. Yeah, he's got like a. And his name is uh, Korob, and he looks like a wizard, and he's got a cat, and he's talking to the cat like back and forth. Um, they talk about there's no life forms here. What you know? What are you doing? But there's like gems. Oh, so then he produces food and uh, with his like little magic well, wand. It's also like, where oh. we find out Spock is a D and D fan because he starts talking about wizard familiars and like <laughs> how, how those yeah. go. Yeah, he has great knowledge about wizard familiars. I was like, oh, uh, I wanted okay. to be like, what what edition did you play there, Spock? What a two hundred thirtieth. <laughs> He'd be a second edition guy, I think. <laughs> yeah, so they, he produces like some food. They don't eat it. Kirk's like, you know, we're not going to do this. And he produces like a bunch of gemstones, diamonds. He's like, oh, it's a fortune. He's like, no, we don't want that. Which, did anybody else think that he put the gemstones on the plate expecting them to eat them? Because he did. He just, bring like in front of them like it was a plateful. And I was like, yeah. does he think they eat gemstones? To bribe them. <laughs> I'm like, they're yeah. going to be yeah. extra crunchy. What's this? Yeah. 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 So then from this, he learns that they're loyal, brave, and, and uh, in, incorruptible. He can't bribe them or anything. Um, so this is a weird thing. So the, the he talks to the cat again. The cat leaves, and then Sylvia comes in. Now, is the cat Sylvia? No, I don't know, but it sounds like so. my house. The guy talks to his cat so much. Like, <laughs> so is it you or someone else talking to the cat? Yes. <laughs> we all talk to the cat, Jeff. We all talk to it's the all of cat. us. Well, I got the sense that the cat was supposed to be a completely different entity, but I was like, but it it, it left and then Sylvia comes in, so I was like, oh, yeah. was she the cat? Yeah, I thought she was the I, cat. Yeah, at that point, I could see why you'd think that. They obviously make yeah. it, and, and make it, they made it very, that, that yeah, because I was thinking the same thing until the very end. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm glad they beat me over the head with a two by four to get that thing through because <laughs> I was not getting it. I'm like, yeah. okay. Okay, so then, yeah, so Sylvia enters, and she's basically controlling them, and then they've got telepathy and uh, all this other crap, and um, she holds up a, a model of the Enterprise over a candle, and then they call the Enterprise, and they're like, oh, the, the temperature's going up. So she's holding up, like, a Hallmark uh, ornament yeah, exactly. or something. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> oh, I saw that on the thing at Christmas. I should have got it. I want that one. Um, yeah, so they, they can affect the Enterprise. So the Inter- when the, when she holds it over a candle, the Enterprise starts to, like, temperature goes up. They start to, like, sweat and everything. Um, and But then he convinces them to take it off, and then they encase it in, like, a, a, a brick of plastic or something. Like, like a site, yeah. It's, yeah, like loose site. like. Yeah, whatever. And then to them, they're just like, oh, it's a force field around us. It's a big box. So you're like, okay, they have some sort of power. They can do something. Um, kind of like weird. voodoo magic with a voodoo doll. Like, kind of, yeah. And they're the controlling the person. And that yeah. miniature is now the like yeah, Smithsonian. Oh, the, the one on a chain? Yeah, the one they put on the chain and that's encased in Lucite. Yeah, they, uh, Gene Roddenberry donated it to the uh, Smithsonian. Oh, cool. Or the, or I should, uh, the National Space and Air, uh, Air and Space Museum. Gotcha. Yeah. Accurate. Sorry. Sorry for my, my nose blowing. I'm still fighting off this stupid allergy crap. So yell at me if if, if it gets bad. You're going to die. It's okay. We understand. That's fine. I, I am wearing my, uh, my red shirt. It looks like he's going to die. I probably will. Uh, all right. So they can't get through it. Blah, 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 blah. They go back down to the dungeon. They're trying to seduce, or Sylvia's trying to, or she's arguing with Korob about what they can do. And you do get some 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 interesting tidbits here. Sylvia says, "Oh, 
we came from a world that didn't have this. I like these new sensations that we can feel things, we can touch things and, and experience things. Um, and they have a duty to the old ones, which we don't know what that is. Um, yeah. So then this is why she kind of hits on Kirk because then, you know, Kirk feeds into it and like they start kissing and making it. He's like, oh, I love you. You know, I'll, I'll be your thing. And because he's trying to seduce her too. Um, so I, I find that whole topic of, of an alien that lives somewhere else that maybe they don't, they can't touch things. They can't feel things. I think that's kind of interesting, but it goes nowhere in this thing. Uh, yeah. Bullshit. Uh, yeah. They mentioned a transmuter so they can change things and you think it's kind of the, of the wand. They, they talk about it because he keeps using his like wizard wand to transmute things. Well, like changing he matter. my special wizard wand. <laughs> Cartman. Uh, they do that. There's another force field. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Korob gets upset at Sylvia. He tries to, he says he, or he's going to free Kirk and Spock. I think McCoy was taken at this point and brainwashed probably. Who probably. God knows. Whatever. Yeah, uh, he offers him. He's like, "Oh, you guys are peaceful. Let's do this." Um, but then the stupid cat grows to a big size. Yep. Through sure. like, shadows and and forced perspective, it's just weird. So it's like chasing them through the corridors. So that's weird. More bullshit. 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 Uh, <laughs> they're forced, forced back to their cell where they try to escape. Uh, oh, the the cat pushes the, the the cell door over and it crushes Korob. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Whoops. And he says like one final thing and then he just dies. And I'm like, I don't I don't imagine this thing was that heavy. I mean, obviously in the show it's it's a heavy door, but I'm like, I don't think it would have killed you. Paralyzed maybe. I don't yeah, know. So... I've seen people. Oh. God, I was thinking all the videos I've seen of people getting crushed by like vending machines and stuff. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> yeah. So he dies. A death, We're chalking up another death. Add it, David. Yay. David, <laughs> this is your one job. Definitely not, Chris. You have one job. No, he's not dead. That brings uh, us to 116, 116 deaths. Cool, cool. Nice. Uh, there's another fight with Sylvia's paw. Oh, with um, Scotty and them because they're un- under control. He gets. I don't know. He does some. Oh, no. He learns that their phasers aren't working. Like, they turn their phasers off. So he could have taken them over at, at any point. Um, he gets a hold of the transmuter and he breaks it. So he smashes the, like, magic wizard wand. It actually kind of mm-hmm. reminds me of the uh, Elena um, of Avalor uh, staff of light wand. Because my my kids watch it. Elena of Avalor. No one? Nope. You suck. Anyways, it looks like it, it looks like <laughs> insert it looks cricket like, sound like effect here. <laughs> All right. Anyways, it looks kind of like that. So so Kirk Ooh, gets guys. a hold of it, smashes it. Um, everything goes away. So like the the castle goes away. Everything changes. And then, which I thought this was was really cool. It pans down to to the ground, and there are these two weird like puppet um, alien creatures that are just kind of like dying. I think they they both die. Right. Yeah, they're like yep. two little critter-looking things, and, and they just go. Bleh. And they're really cool. Like I, I, I want to know more about them. <laughs> but we don't. But you don't get. To. But we don't get no. anything. So yeah, so Sylvia dies. So add another death. Yay! Um, Yay! One seventeen. And that's their normal fire. They describe them, uh, life forms in the universe. Quickly, they perish, and then uh, they be backboard, and that's it. Uh, we're done. Yep. Okay. And then they just and move they on. They move on. 
because no one needs to to talk about this this episode ever again. Ever. 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 It's weird that this has a higher rating than like Shore Leave and but this is just it had tidbits in it, but it was just weird. I wouldn't put this on like it's bad, but it's not as bad as Shore Leave was. I still I think this is better than Squire Agathos was. Like How dare you. Squire of Gothos is <laughs> It's a silly, fun, kind of fun one, but it's not oh. trash like this. Sure. This is the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> it seriously is. And we still haven't got to Spock's brain yet, so yeah. we'll see. Um, but yeah, like I said, so kind of, I, I would have loved to know more about those little aliens. I like that they're different aliens. Again, they're not standard humanoids. Like They looked cool. I, I, mm-hmm. I want to know more about them. Um, but that's it. I don't this is a skip it for me. If anyone, yeah, I don't know. Phil, yeah, please, please skip it. Don't. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a necessity one. But I, yeah, it's. I, I just don't think it was like shore leave bad. It was interesting enough. It had actual aliens that weren't humanoids, like you said. Sure. And even if it only showed them for a minute, it had a little bit of an interesting concept with like the idea that oh, they can't touch, so sensations are new, and it's all kind of overwhelming for them, yeah. which I thought was kind of a neat little new bit. Um, and then, I mean, they did try to kind of Halloween theme it and kind of tie it in. It's the same bullshit reasons yeah. that Star Trek gives for just about everything. But they're super powerful and they can just do it. Like, <laughs> so does – okay, so so let's let's ask this then. Um, does this count as one of those episodes where there's some sort of either omnipotent being or almost omnipotent, but they have like a technology like a transmuter? Because this is all like maybe Squire of Gothos or Adonis or – Charlie X, like, is this does this count as one of those we're almost godlike creatures, but we have the technology to do cool shit, but you destroyed our technology, so now we're worthless? I would say so, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, so, they can do send telepathic messages and stuff, and yeah. So it's the same yeah. trope. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. They're almost like they're super advanced creatures, but they use some sort of technology to to help it. And Kirk destroys the technology, and then they they go away. So yep. yeah, this is Squire of Gothos. Yep. This is who mourns for Adonis. Um, just uh, blah, weird, blah, 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 blah. which is yeah, basically. Yeah. And then of course Kirk does use the words cat spa, and I've never heard that phrase. But he goes, oh, it's a cat spa, and I actually had to look it up to know what that means. It means yeah, like someone's controlling also. you. That like, which is weird. So yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, I skip it, people. Don't don't watch this episode. It was weird. We're sorry we had to listen to us. <laughs> hey, hey, we are way more entertaining. We are. We are more entertaining. Damn right, sir. We've got to be. <laughs> that's why. That's that's all I have going for me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, magic so, one broke everything over, and they all lived the happily ever after until the next thing. Until the next thing, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, cool. All right. You guys want to insult this thing anymore? Or are we, are we? Nah, I think we've beat this horse pretty dead. We're cool. Yeah. All right. David, take it away, saw. All right. Send us an email at nerdtrekpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so you to tell us what we're doing. Tell us we're doing something right, something wrong. Uh, you can also check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com where we've got links to all of our social medias. We've got a, a active chat. You can chat with one of us online, um, probably me. Uh, you can check us out at Stitcher and Apple, Pad- Apple Podcasts. Please give us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. We want to read out reviews on the air, but we need to get some. So send us some reviews and you can hear us talk about you on a future episode. 
And I think that's pretty much it. Yay. Awesome sauce. Um, well, then on that note, we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, everybody. Happy Halloween. Yeah. <laughs>